Welcome to IOL Radio. I'm Amy Peltier, Managing Editor of IO Learning, a digital publication geared toward interventional oncologists and the news source for the Symposium on Clinical Interventional Oncology. My guest today is Dr. Eric von der Heiden, pulmonologist and associate professor of interventional pulmonary diseases at Radboud University Medical Center in the Netherlands. Dr. von der Heiden joins us to discuss his latest research, which was published in the Journal of Bronchology and Interventional Pulmonology, and showed significant improvements in the accuracy and safety of lung biopsy procedures using the Philips Azurion image-guided system. Welcome, Dr. von der Heiden. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Why don't you begin by telling us about the Philips Lung Suite and the Azurion image-guided therapy system? What makes this technology particularly useful in the lungs? Yeah, so we've been using the uh, the Philips guided uh, software package, so the lung suite package on Combeam CT now since December 2017, and we use it as our uh, yeah nowadays sole and only navigation tool. So um, it will help us find our way into the periphery of the lung, and it will help us get access to very small peripheral pulmonary nodules and, and get a diagnosis from those um, uh, very small nodules that are suspected of lung cancer. Um, yeah, so, and we've done a couple of studies uh, just to compare different navigation technologies and found that the, uh, yeah, that we, yeah, this was for, in our hands the most accurate uh, navigation tool and um, and rendered the highest diagnostic yield as well. Can you go into that a little bit more and tell us about the Radboud Medical Center study as far as, um, can you give us any specific numbers on that diagnostic accuracy compared with biopsies obtained with other technologies? Yeah, so we did a couple of, uh, of studies that we used. So the first study that we did was comparing uh, electromagnetic navigation uh, from uh, the Medtronic Super-D system uh, compared to the uh, Combeam CT-based navigation. Um, and if you look then at navigational success for very small uh, peripheral pulmonary nodules, so an average diameter, largest diameter of, of uh, 1.5 centimeters, and we didn't, and if we then didn't use any other navigation tool, so just the electromagnetic navigation without fluoro or the um, cone beam CT with augmented fluoroscopy to uh, indicate our route and, and guide us to the uh, periphery of the lungs and the nodules. Then we saw that for these very small nodules, the um, um, the navigation success was uh, well somewhere around 50% in the electromagnetic navigation system and 76% in the um, in the Combeam CT arm. So in terms of, of navigation success, that, that showed us that, well, the Combeam was the winner if you use it as a, as a single, uh, single instrument for navigation. If you then combine them, so a crossover, then the navigation success went up and the diagnostic yield went up as well, of course, but you know, the diagnostic yield we only had on the, at the end. So if we saw that we're not there, then we used the, in the electromagnetic navigation, used cone beam to 
reroute or adjust the positioning and uh, and vice versa. So that was the first study that we did, and then we uh, continued to uh, yeah, increase the, the the number of patients. So. The first study was done in two groups of 40 patients. Then we continued and uh, in our uh, registry yeah, just followed how the diagnostic yield and navigation success was up to 250 patients. And, and we also analyzed the learning curve. So at the end of our learning curve, and then the uh, navigational success was yeah, over 95% and diagnostic yield was over 90% percent with just co-beam CT alone. Um, so that was the, the second uh, study that we did. And in that analysis, we also looked at radiation dose. And we looked also at, at biopsy uh, tools that we used. So there's two more studies so we, uh, that we did. So from, but on terms of the navigation success and diagnostic yield. Yeah, at the end of our learning curve, uh, we uh, ended up with a yeah, more than 95% navigation success and a, and a, and a 90% diagnostic accuracy. So both for true positives and true negatives in case of benign disease. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that radiation dose study as far as how the system compares with other biopsy systems? Um, yeah, so yeah, well, uh, we uh, have done that study with the help of the uh, the Philips team from from our countries from uh, uh, Philips IGT from best in looking in in the um, the procedures and the protocols for the radiation so there were a number of iterations that we did so we moved from the Allura to the Azurian system and on the lung suite side so on, on the uh, the uh, the package uh, that we used the, um, uh, the software settings were altered. Uh, we were very aggressive in, um, in uh, narrowing the window for the radiation and that uh, resulted in a dramatic drop in the uh, amount of radiation that we needed uh, for the procedures. So we increased the number of CTs that we did. We increased the fluoro time for the navigation, but still we were able to reduce the uh, radiation dose. Okay, in the Philips press release, you mentioned that Philips technology also offers the promising outlook that we could not only diagnose, but also immediately treat these early stage patients using novel procedures such as tumor ablation. Can you tell us more about the different types of ablation that might work with this system? Yeah, so I think the, the image quality needs to be very good to in order to allow for any treatment whatsoever so if you're looking at ablations but there are other uh, well future well uh, other techniques that are being studied at least and 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 will probably be implemented in the future as well so the the most evolved technique of technology now is uh, microwave ablation and in order to to uh, to uh, uh, give this treatment and, and um, ablate the tumor, you need to be very exact in positioning of the tumor, but you also want to see the effect of the, ablate, of the ablation. So if you cover the entire tumor with a safety margin in three dimensions. So um, for, in my view, for any form of 
local treatment that you wish to apply for these uh, tumors or metastatic diseases, you will need to have a good imaging with 3D imaging possibilities. So I think the, uh, the place of a cone beam CT for these treatments is essential and uh, in my view, obligatory. Not only for the microwave ablation, but if you look at the other options that are there in terms of uh, treatments or local treatments, there have been a couple of studies done with steam. So you put your catheter in one segment of a lung and then just apply hot steam to, to kill off that part of the lung. Uh, but also then you do want to have a good confirmation that you're in the exact yeah, sub-segment and, and do not want to treat an entire lobe, but just a smaller segment, but still the, uh, you should be covering the entire tumor there. And uh, cryo is another treatment that you can use just by locally ap applying freezing, uh, freezing cold, so minus uh, 70 degrees, minus 60. Um, and those are the most evolved technologies. And, and of course, uh, there's also some studies ongoing on local systemic treatments, so local chemotherapy and, uh, um, and you know, other treatments that will become available if you can apply them locally. That's under investigations in, in uh, the studies that are being designed now and being run at this moment. Do you have any final thoughts or anything else you wanted to share about those uh, Bradbaud studies that are going on? No, so we're, we're still continuing our work with the, uh, with the Philips team in, uh, in the continuation of the work that we have done. So we're preparing uh, to start with ablation studies as well. Uh, we're preparing uh, new technologies to even further improve the, uh, the applicability of the technology, but also to reduce the, uh, the learning curve. And I have great hopes that we uh, will be able to share new uh, new details and uh, um, and progress in the upcoming couple of years. And that wraps up another episode of IOL Radio. Thank you again to Dr. Eric von der Heiden for joining us today. For more information about the Azurion Image Guided System, please visit www.philips.com.